Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Did you wake up yesterday morning and look outside and think, oh, isn't that pretty? <laughs> or did you wake up and go, crap, I should have put the snow tires on. Right. I forgot. I mean, uh, I know you're one who, uh, you put them on, what, late August and <laughs> take them off early June, right? Not quite. <laughs> Not far off. Not quite. But, uh, but yeah, we were, I, you know, to be honest, I, I don't know if that was the morning. I don't know if I had a shovel, uh, ready, because I'd kind of take it out of the shed, but I tend to put the shovel and the snowblower down in the backyard mm. first. And then wait until I see the snow starting to fly, or at least a forecast of it, before I bring it up. And it, I'm not sure if the shovel had made it up. I didn't get out there and shovel yesterday, so How did I waited you, for it to melt. You've got quite that hill down the side of your house. How the hell do you get that snowblower up the side of that hill? Right. Well, I mean, just pull it, pull it up there. But usually I wait too late, right. and there's it's covered in snow, and I gotta <laughs> basically drag it and lift it to get it up. <laughs> The boys were almost at the age, huh? Almost there. Almost. It's funny. We went for our tree yesterday. Uh, we went and cut down our Christmas tree. And it's become the tradition over the last few years where I do the initial saw. I, I make the first mark. Then make way. And then they take over. And I then I was laughing as we were carrying it out, or they were carrying the tree out. I said, you two are useful to me one day a year. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of things I say over the over the uh, festive uh, tree cutting. But I mean, from you know yesterday for that event of cutting down our our tree. I mean, this light snow. By the time we got out there in the afternoon, it was just falling gently. It was all very nice, right? But uh, getting up this morning or doing any kind of normal day to day activities in this crap is just a nightmare. And I spent, I'm sure, like many. Digging through the garage looking for the snow brush. Right. We have two of them. I can only find one of them. Uh-huh. So we'll uh, we'll fumble about and uh, use that one. We'll share that one for a while until I get <laughs> either find the other one or get my arse over to a store and well, buy a new one. I mean, if you're Maria, Christmas is coming. That's right. We'll get her a yearly bag of salt. Now, yeah. I had a guy say to me, I was at uh, Walmart for a remote on uh, Sunday, and it was funny to just look at men. Men especially. Women, they have it all figured out. They know what they're doing. I see women pushing these carts, and they're full of toys and other gifts. They've got everybody kind of organized. They know what they're buying. They know what they're getting. And these men are walking around like they just woke up from a sleep. <laughs> they're just dazed and confused. <laughs> you know, there's something. Well, in their mind, they're saying, I came here for a reason. Yeah. And I can't remember what that is. If I walk around enough, yeah. I might hit the section and it'll remind me of what I was here to get. I'm watching guys, and um, I was set up right near women's apparel, and I see them just kind of lifting up coats and shirts and dresses and pants and just staring at them. And if they had a bubble over their head, you could see them just like, is she going to ever wear this? What's the point? I know it's going to be the wrong color, wrong size. And then one guy was gabbing with me, he goes, do you really get the lovely Maria road salt? <laughs> How does she take that? Yeah, one guy was talking about buying his wife a, a snowblower because, uh, of course, with the snow that had arrived uh, yesterday morning, um, he said, uh, he said, oh, well, I'm going to get her a snowblower this year because she complained last year that everybody else in the neighborhood had one. And, oh, she okay. and I said, well, you know, I think a snowblower is a great idea. I don't know it's a Christmas gift. Right. It's like buying somebody a microwave for Christmas. Uh-huh. 
I can see that. And the problem with that, too, is that most dudes could not resist saying, well, at least something's getting blown around here this year. <laughs> As we make our way towards Christmas, here's a little reindeer fact for you. They can change the color of their eyes. Their eyes change from golden brown to blue during the dark Arctic winter months to help them catch more light. Oh, all right. Rudolph's nose never changes. It's right. just red all the time. <laughs> uh, Hail Mary, you know that term from football? Well, it's uh, it, it came to be in 1975. It's a long, desperate throw. And Roger Staubach threw a 50-yard touchdown pass to win a playoff game for Dallas over Minnesota back in 1975. And in an interview after, he said, I guess you could call it a Hail Mary. You throw it up and pray. Wow. All right. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd's character is always hunched over in Back to the Future. Why? So he doesn't tower over Michael J. Fox because Christopher Lloyd is six foot one. Right. Fox is much shorter, right? By four. Oh, really? That's short. Yeah. It seems to be a thing with the celebrities. Some of the biggest stars in the world, like Tom Cruise is a tiny guy. Right. Sylvester Stallone. Short. short. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a short man's thing. Oh, here's something else about uh, short people. The Napoleon Complex uh -huh. found shorter men tend to have more traits associated with psychopaths. Okay. <laughs> now, what's a shorter man, do we think? Is it anybody under, like, 5'8", five, 5'7"? I, five, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think that would be described as... as Below average height. I'm 5'9", so I'm just one inch above psychopath. Stretching to that, are you? I think I am. If I'm in heels. Yeah. <laughs> Which you are most of the time. <laughs> well, listen. It makes my legs look so much longer. Uh, African gray parrots are the best species to learn human sounds. And they can have a repertoire of about 60 human words. Wow. Okay. Almost all of them swear words. <laughs> That's what we teach. That's well, I guess they're, if they're repeating, likely, yes, yeah, those are the ones you're going to hear. How often have you uh, met somebody who speaks a foreign language? And one of your first questions is, how do you drop an F-bomb in your language? <laughs> What's the word for bleep? Um... Another NFL uh, fact for you. The first player ever drafted in the NFL never played in a game because of a contract holdout. <laughs> Jay Burwanger was taken as the first pick in the first NFL draft in 1936 okay. by the Philadelphia Eagles, but they refused to pay him his $15,000 salary. Wow. You'd be the first pick, and you're going to mess with your first pick and not pay him? First overall pick. And yeah. He now, I, I, I guess they wouldn't match, or they, like he wanted 15000 a year? Maybe he was looking for fifteen, And they said, no. They're offering nine. <laughs> hmm. Plus a bonus. Yeah. Now, uh, probably an NFL football cost about fifteen grand. Uh, Michael Strahan actually has just written a book about his time in the NFL. And you forget, like, he, was, he actually played in the NFL, NFL for like 15 seasons. Oh, yeah. He's dominant. Yeah, and he and now you know, he hosts like a million different television shows, and he's doing all sorts of stuff. But he talks in his book. I want to read it. I, I've only uh, I saw him being interviewed talking about it, and that one of the issues he still has with the NFL, although not many, he loves the sport, and and it was uh, very difficult. He says for him to retire from the game, but is the uh, the salary and how unlike baseball and other sports, 
we have guaranteed money. Well, yeah, I think, you know, you hear about some massive contracts, obviously the, the quarterbacks and star players. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the rest of them, a lot of them, not guaranteed contracts. Year to year, so right? If they get, it's game to game. Oh, some. is it really? If you get hurt, you're done. Really? You're cut out. Yeah. If you, you can get cut mid-season and, and that's it. Now, right. why is it that way in football? Is it because the amount of guys on each team, you can't guarantee all those contracts? I, I don't know why, but that is one of the reasons yeah. that, that they struggle to keep up with some of the massive deals that you hear elsewhere. Mm. The, you know, yes, the quarterbacks can get those the $100, 200000000 million contracts, mm. the, uh, and you'll hear big chunks of that guaranteed. Nothing like baseball when you look at you know Aaron Judge and $360 million. Right. So is a quarterback in the NFL done. the highest paid position in Generally, football? yes. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Generally, yes. But, you know, it, it's also the, the key position yeah. on most teams when it comes to having to know all of the plays and uh, and making very quick decisions, the distributor of the ball, really, right? Sure. So what does a kicker get? Like just a seat on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> well, and ironically, when you look at you know the kickers take all all of that kind of heat. Yeah. Um, maybe punters not so much, but place kickers, those mm. field goal kickers. Mm-hmm. You know, the laughter, not the biggest guys. At yep. one point, they only wore like a single bar helmet because they're. Were they still just the single bar? They weren't taking contact. Yeah, I think most of them have just yeah. What is a limited protection? The one with a baseball cap on. But when the game's on the line, mm-hmm. you know, you need them to to kick. And when you look at the highest scoring players of all time, kickers are up there because oh, they right. they contribute to more points themselves. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. The Sahara Desert is almost the same size as Canada. Wow. The Sahara is about 3.6 million square miles. Canada's 3.8. My goodness. Yeah. It's a lot of sand. Uh, Yes. It's a lot of sand. American sauce in Germany is Thousand Island dressing. Really? Yeah. Which is close to the big back sauce we've learned, right? Yes, yes we have. Um... Water droplets reach five feet in the air when you flush a toilet. Wow, five feet. Yeah. It's right around uh, your, your nose distance, isn't it? It's Michael J. Fox height. <laughs> right. right. I, um, this is why I keep promoting the sitting down to pee theory. Because I will well, flush. How does that stop it from going? Well, because your, your arse is over the toilet bowl, so when you flush... Your your butt cheeks are getting the spray back instead of your face cheeks. You're getting a bidet effect. Uh, yes, it helps. It, it, it's it's the perfect way to pee. Not only do you get the surprise poop, which I've promoted many times, but you get the you stop the spray all over. Hey, the place. you're flushing while you're sitting. I finish peeing and then I flush and then I get up. So isn't that generally now by this description just flushing all of that dirty stuff right up onto you? But again, if you're peeing over the toilet bowl. What do you do? You lean over to flush. Now your face is right over that toilet bowl. Well, I'm going to pull a Matrix-type move and flush it back away. No, it's hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you just close the lid before you flush. But we don't. Well, that'll mean we have a, a, new, a new, new move. A new move. Or you could just be a scumbag and not flush. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with it. Leave it for the next person. Oh, when you have young boys, young children probably in general.
they they don't get the concept of flushing. Right. Oh, how many treats I found in that toilet bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing. It's worse now because there's so many other distractions that they carry in there with them. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> flushing seems to be the last on their mind. When you talk to yourself in your head, your larynx still moves tiny, uh, still makes tiny movements. Oh, you're like a ventriloquist. I guess so. Are you one who uh, has a lot of conversations in your head? In your head? Yeah. When wow. you're just having a conversation in your head. Do you talk out loud to yourself? I'm very guilty of it. Um, generally, no. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I talk to the dog a lot, which I think is basically talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the one that doesn't argue back with you. Right. You? Um, oh, yeah. I'm constantly having not only conversations, but arguments. With myself, <laughs> I am. I think like I, public is full on loud. Well, yeah, I think sometimes, like I say, I'm walking through the grocery store, and I'll be like, "Oh, don't forget to go get the milk," and I'll I'll say it. Right. And then somebody reminds me, "Hey, don't forget to go get your milk." You're never, you can never tell these days. You're always walking by people, and they're talking because they got some kind of earbud or AirPod in, yeah. and they're having a, a phone conversation, or they're just using what is a brilliant out to get away with having to talk to anybody. <laughs> it's just pretend that you're on the phone. Right. Right. Uh, a lifetime warranty doesn't mean you have the warranty for your lifetime. It refers to how long the company expects the product to last. Well, that's very confusing. Well, it makes sense, though. You can't buy a TV when you're 22 and expect uh, Samsung to fix it when you're 94. <laughs> well, what's the, life, what's the life expectancy of the product, then? No. Two years? Well, these days, yeah. If you're lucky. September, October, November, and December used to be the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th month of the year, which makes sense since Sep, Octo, Nov, and Dece mean 7, 8, 9, and 10. The Roman calendar eventually added right. two months before them, so they all got pushed back. Okay. Their names. Never thought about that, but it does make a lot of sense. You've heard the term, what's a hill you're willing to die on? Right, yeah. This is where you'll take a stance on something and you will not budge no right. matter what. Yes. So people were asked about the smallest hill they're willing to die on. Okay. And things like, uh, you shouldn't put ketchup on fries that people are sharing. <laughs> this is a hill people will not back down okay. on. I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, it's a bold play if you're going to, if you plan on sharing something mm. and you're going to add a condiment to it. You should probably ask if everyone's cool with that. See, with French fries, and I just figured this out because I'm a slow study. I have always coated my fries in, like, ketchup and vinegar and salt and pepper and all that. But I mostly eat French fries with my fingers. If right. it's my fries and I'm eating them, I'll, I'll just eat them. But I end up, my hands are coated in ketchup. Of course. I've just realized recently, well, why don't you just put a big blob of ketchup on the side? That'd be a dipper. Yeah, but I never did. You, you never realized that? 56 years of age, I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah. You never never notice when you go into the restaurant, they have like a little cup and the nah. dispenser to put it into the nah. cup. That's nah. what the cup is for. When I go to McDonald's and that, I'll do that. Right. But at any other but like, at, restaurant. At no point, you didn't just like put the fries underneath. And and put ketchup no. right on them before that, did you? Well, at a like a diner or any other restaurant where you sit down and they put the ketchup and mustard and relish on the table right. for you, I would just take the ketchup and smear it all over the fries. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not that bright. <laughs> yeah. This looks like a murder scene after. Uh huh. Um, tiny and jumbo paper clips should not be mixed. This is a, something we're willing to fight over. Someone's willing to die over yeah. that hill yeah. there. Wow. That's. 
That's a strong opinion. Yeah. You really don't very, have a lot. Very ridiculous topic. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on in your life when that is what you need to die on? Not much. Uh, it's impossible to give more than 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. Adrian gets really bothered when people say 110, yeah. 150. Just you know, give it that little extra. No, 100% effort is, is full. I try generally in life to give about 48% effort <laughs> on all <laughs> things. <laughs> on all things. One bless you should cover the whole sneeze session. Wow, okay. Because there are those of us who rapid sneeze. Yes, there's those who, uh, who draw it out too. Yeah. The multiple sneezers. You're never quite sure if it's if, if they're one and done. I find it interesting with sneezing because sometimes it just comes out of like nowhere, like catches you off guard. You know, you don't. Sometimes you feel it building. You're like, I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze. And you look up at light, or you do whatever it is you're supposed to do to try to stop it. And then sometimes you're just sitting there, and sudden a big mess of loud sneeze comes out of you out of nowhere. Well, you especially. I, I've never met someone who sneezes as like quickly. Rapidly, yeah, and in succession as you do. But think, now I could be mistaken, and I probably am. But for some reason, and maybe it's COVID-related, in that I was wearing masks for so long or washing my hands more. But if you use the timeline of this studio and how, uh, whenever it all got rebuilt, which has got to be two or three years ago, right? I remember sneezing a lot more, like when the studio was. So I'm saying I don't think I sneezed. In a couple of years in this room, wow. maybe more. Yeah. You, know, you don't sneeze often. No, but when I do. When you do, you get it all out at once. Right. Comes out of both ends. Small hills we're willing to die on. Women's clothing should have more pockets. Okay. Red delicious apples are trash apples. Right. That's a uh, mm. trash apple. I, I like apples as long as they're in a pie. All right. Um, we should normalize sanitation regular sanitation of our belts because it's the one it's the first thing we touch after finishing on the toilet and i've never even considered that it's a good point though i mean does anyone ever clean a belt i don't think so at all no never not that i've ever done yeah, it is correct though first thing you do is well same with zippers but i guess they go in the wash yeah, your pants. I, you know what? It would be an interesting little test to take, like, a handy wipe and, and wipe the buckle and, and see what comes off of it. Right. I don't think you want to know. No. <laughs> no. Is there any one thing that you are adamant about, even though it seems kind of insignificant, but you're just like, no, it has to be this way, and I don't care what anybody thinks? I think mine come down to a lot of etiquette things. Mm. Like, if someone, if you let someone in when you're driving... And they don't give the wave right. gesture. I, I'm I'm willing to to go right into the back of them at that point. <laughs> Follow them home <laughs> and I demand. Yeah, I, yeah. Change my <laughs> driving route plans. Yeah. In order to follow them down, just to probably cut them back off and not give the gesture. Pull a complete George Costanza. Right. I also agree too that if you open the door and hold it for someone. Right. Uh, and they do not acknowledge you doing that, you should be able to grab them, throw them back behind the door, and enclose it again. Mm. My only thing, really, is people in lineups, be it drive through or at the grocery store or at convenience or anywhere where you take too long 
getting something done. Like the person who goes to the convenience store to check lottery tickets from right. 1980 to now. Right. You know, or now, and I noticed this yesterday, I went and got gas in the car, and with the snow on the ground, because we've said this before, at gas stations, um, with just the small uh, little whatever they call booth. it, the booth, I thought, you know, during COVID, everybody would line up outside and allow one person in at a time. And I thought, well, how long is this going to last when the cold weather arrives? But even yesterday, we were still lined up one at a time letting, and this man was in there buying lottery tickets, buying scratchers, buying a snack, paying for his gas, moving along. Right. That's yeah. my one big... I guess that's more of a pet peeve, really. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, listen, we, we, we hate to be held up at all, yeah. at anywhere. For me, it's the left light, uh, the left turn lane. You know, when you are in that left turn mm. lane waiting for an advanced green, it should feel like the start of a drag race <laughs> for you. Like, you are waiting for that tower right. to change, and the second you see that left turn signal go, you are off to the races. And I, I will sit back and count cars that make it through. <laughs> and if there's less than five getting through on an advanced green, I will be pissed <laughs> in behind that. The other thing, too, for me, and I don't know if you know anybody like this, uh, the guy at the... Uh, Fast food drive through who orders for the entire family. You right. Know, do you know anybody like that, Lucky? <laughs> Never met him. <laughs> if I was in any part of the medical community, if I was a doctor, a nurse, anybody in that profession, I would not want this to come to market. There is a toilet being developed that can diagnose health issues by listening to your bowel movements. <laughs> Now people are going to be running to emergency with their phone in their hand going, Doc, listen to this. What's wrong with me? Am I dying? <laughs> Plus, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes that process is not the most enjoyable. Oh, you think? What you don't need added on top of that is you're dying. <laughs> Get to a hospital right away. Yeah. <laughs> I would end up being constipated constantly because I wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> now, what's it picking up? Is it just the sounds from inside the bowl, or is it also getting the... <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, what's, <laughs> what's coming through me? <laughs> Never again with yeah. Mexican. Um, it records audio of each excretion. <laughs> Come on. Ridiculous. It can be turned into data and tracked. <laughs> <sighs> they found, whoever's inventing this thing, they found that a healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular tone, while diarrhea and others is more random. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, now this is going to be my problem. Now that I know this to be true, I'm going to be listening because I'm such a hypochondriac. <laughs> I'm going to be like, that didn't sound right. Something wrong. Well, we've known there's something wrong back there for quite some time. I'm just wondering, like, this information, how is it transmitted? Uh, well, supposedly, uh, it's called a diarrhea detector, and it uses AI to analyze the sound, and there's a red light that clicks on if it detects something irregular. Okay, but... If it detects that, then you just go to your doctor and say, my toilet told me I'm not regular? 
or are you taking some sort of audio or is there some sort of Wi-Fi signal sending this? Like, is this something that could be hacked later on and we're going to hear <laughs> toilet sounds from the rich and famous? Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know the whole process. So I'm assuming if it's listening, then it's obviously recording and it must go to your phone or something. It must be attached through an app. And with this, we don't need. Imagine going to the app store and looking up the <laughs> diarrhea detector. <laughs> <laughs> if you are out searching for this toilet, yeah, <laughs> just go straight to the doctor. Like you yeah. already have a problem, yeah. obviously. I'm gonna have to change the bulb in that thing because the red light will be on constantly. <laughs> what the hell happened yesterday? Woke up to a winter wonderland. Um, we uh, we're gonna be clear of that stuff for a, for a little bit, so um, maybe it'll melt away, but. Temperatures aren't rising that much, so no, this might be it. We might be stuck with it. Right, more of it coming in next weekend, too, as we head towards wow. the weekend. So, yeah, if they're welcome to winter. Oh, joy. Which is fine. You know, if it's going to stick around, stick around till Christmas and melt off after that. Yeah, I always had that feeling uh, about Christmas and wintertime. Yeah, let's just have some snow for Christmas. But you know what, after yesterday's dumping... I'm already done with it. <laughs> Shock, I, shocking turn of events. I can't, I can't describe my hatred of this time of year. I mean, I hate winter so much. Hate it. I And it's getting, like, I mean, I was always born a Canadian kid. Of course, I grew up in it. But now... If I never saw snow ever again, really, I'd be happy. Like you could, uh, you could go down south or yeah. s somewhere and just, uh, yeah, like prop up happily. Yeah, yeah. I I want nothing to do with it anymore. Mm. So I'll be a joy for the next three months, or four months. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a turn from what you normally have heard. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, and, and and if anybody actually says, oh, I kind of enjoy this time of year, you need a psychiatrist, you need to lie down, you need medication. Um, we went out and got our Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a lovely experience. Of course, with the snow, it added to the, uh, the feel. Uh, that was quite nice, because actually we all commented that we couldn't remember the last time we went and got our tree that there was actually snow on the ground. Right. Usually it's just kind of mud. But we found a lovely, uh, it's called a con color fir. Okay. Kind of like a Bruce Bruce. Lovely tree. I'm very happy with it. We think it might be the best tree we've ever cut down. Wow. Yeah. So it was a, a con color fir? Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. It, it has a very, um, first of all, the needles are very soft, so you're not getting poked every time you're trying to hang the ornaments That's on good. it. It's got a lovely citrus smell to it. Okay. Lovely tree. So now for the next month, we'll just sit and watch that tree die. Yeah. <laughs> and continue to pay it off. Was it? Was it, uh... it was only 60 bucks. Well, that's not too yeah. bad. No, that was good. Was it busy? A lot of people out oh, cutting their trees? I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Place was packed. Because I, I looked for um, Christmas tree farms in the Durham region and about two or three of them that we've gone to in the past are closed for one reason or another, or they're not letting people go out and uh, and cut their own trees, so they've got pre-cut or harvest harvested trees already. So, yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but this place was just humming. Hmm. Yeah. And it's, well, I guess yesterday was officially two weeks until Christmas, so yeah, popular time to do it. I don't know where everybody else is in regards to their shopping, but I'm I'm starting to panic a little because... Usually Maria's like, okay, we got to go, we got to do this, we got to do that. 
There seems to be no urgency okay. to, to doing our Christmas shopping, and we've done nothing. And nothing. If, if for those who have not done their online, who plan on doing the online, I've noticed that delivery times have uh, certainly extended, mm. right? <laughs> there are times during the year where you can order something and it shows up at your doorstep 10 minutes later. It's, yeah. it's, it seems like it's so quick. Um, and you know, we heard on Friday, too, that the, the price of some package delivery, if you're planning on shipping something out to someone, has gone way up as yeah. well because it's based on the price of diesel, which has been you know, very, very high. At least the gas prices have come down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing that we're going to enjoy for a while or if it was just a one-off. But it's always kind of a, a quiet celebration because we all, everyone looks back and thinks, "Well, I remember when gas was sixty cents, mm. so it's not that good a deal." Uh, and you know, we kind of get teased by this, right? It was up over two bucks, now it's down to like a buck twenty-five in spots in the yeah. mornings. That you think, "Why? That's a seventy-five cent drop. It's pretty flipping good." But, you know, the days of the 87 cents a liter are long gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think for the longest time, as long as I can remember, it's been like a buck 25, a buck 30. It's always been floating around that forever now. Right. So to have it come back down does feel good. I mean, lettuce is still $12 a head. Uh-huh. But, but uh, it's, it, it, I find it just so funny how we all have that nostalgic uh, angle for how the, the prices of things. When it comes to spending money, mm. we're very nostalgic of the price, right? right? It's like, oh, man, but why? it should be less than a dollar, right? And then when it comes to making money, we're not so nostalgic about how much we used to make in that time. Everyone no. should everyone should make these twenty seven dollars an hour, but prices should still be as low yeah. as they once were. I remember I bought a house and I was only making seventeen thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I I don't know what's wrong with these kids. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. Ninety four nine, the rock.